Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Web Boxing 101 podcast. I am your host, Luis Trevino, also known as Trey, here live from Warrior's Edge Boxing Gym and Promotions. Uh, wishing you all a very good evening, and I hope everybody's having a great evening. And like always, I want to thank everybody for tuning in and being with us tonight. Also, on my YouTube listeners and followers, you can comment on the show. You can ask Abel Gutierrez any question, all our, all our um, fighters that are coming up on the show. And also ask my pit man, the play-by-play man, is Mr. Herman Delgado, former pro fighter and now coach, the hit man. Coach the likes of Cesar Bassan, hard-hitting Cesar Bassan, and Johnny Tapia, Mi Vida Loca. And he's also been, he has experience up in the ring, has fought some heavy hitters like Vitaly Klitschko, just to name a few and I just want to say hello to Herman. Herman, how are you, sir? What's up, Tree? Just sitting here chilling out, man. I turned out the light because it was a bit too bright in here. Nah, no problem, man. How are you doing today? Good, good. The light's yeah, nice. You're doing good. You're yeah, in the yeah. comforts of your home, correct? Yes. yes. All right, yeah. man. A lot of <laughs> right. Boys, boys. Good. And also, and today's guess who we have on the show today? We have. None other than tonight's guest is Mr. Gabriel Gutierrez, um, the hard-hitting Gabriel Gutierrez on our show today, pro fighter from El Paso, Texas. Gabe, glad to have you, man. How you doing today? What's up, Gabe? Lost your voice, man. Can't hear you, Gabriel. Can you hear us, Gabriel? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, there we go. Okay, sorry about that. Hey, what's up, Gabriel? We just introduced you. How are you doing, Gabriel? Uh, yes, thank you for the web, the web family um, having me. A pleasure to have me here. You got it, man. Uh, like, like you know, we want to highlight professional fighters just like yourself uh, coming up in the ranks, and I guess most important, representing El Paso, right? Yes, sir. Most, most definitely. I guess uh, also Juarez, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, our sister city, right, or down uh, down south, Juarez, also a big um, a big supporter of you. You you, uh, you actually fight a lot in in Mexico, correct? Correct. Yeah, with um, with Miki and a lot of pro boxers, including Ponce Ponce de Leon, have all been help, helping me recently. So, so so are these guys your sparring partners? You said Miki. Is that Miki Roman? Yes, Mickey Roman, but he's kind of been training in. I've been helping him for fights, but he's been he's been training out in Guadalajara recently, so he oh. hasn't been able to be active recently. So Mickey Roman is Guadalajara, and he hasn't been active since the last fight, right? He came out of, yeah. out of a, a defeat, correct? Yeah, he, he he faced a hard opponent. 
Yeah, it was a very hard opponent for Mickey Roman. He got floored a couple of times, but nevertheless, man, we're here to support local talent, and this is what this box is. This podcast is all about supporting local talent. But again, we want to expand our horizons. Maybe we we'll get an entry of Mickey Roman a little bit later. Uh, upcoming on the show, we got some big heavy hitters that I will announce a little bit later. So uh, let's get started, Gabriel. Uh, just tell us a little bit about yourselves. Where are you from? Growing up, school, family. Uh, people want to know what, what's going on with Gabriel today. Um, I guess I was. I went to El Dorado and I started um, training here in the East Side. As as uh, Herman, he knows me from pound for pound with Louis Aguilar. And man, I I go way back when Joel with Jojo. Man, that, that's where I come from. That's you mean so, you mean Jojo Galarza? Yes, yes, sir. Right, because uh, yes, that is that famous Rocky Galarza, right, Herman? Yeah. Hey, Herbie, tell, tell us a little bit about Rocky, man. Oh, I love that guy, man. It was, it was a lovely relationship with that guy. He would bust your ass, but he made you a champion, no doubt. And I remember Rocky would make me stay at his house on the weekends. So I would go out and party with him. So uh, he kept me in check, man. Especially around the time. He was a hard ass. He was, he was a hard-ass trainer. I guess that's what coaches need. You gotta be hard on these kids, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, he wasn't rude or disrespectful. He pushed you to the point where he knew you had to work hard. I mean, the guy was uh, he was with the Bully 49th State Champions baseball team, so he was a hell of an athlete. So, uh, Rock, he was in corners where he didn't push that out that you heard or whatever. Yeah, he could fight it, and he had a gym. Uh, Jim was uh, Lower Valley, Herman? No, we went, we went from uh, Watkins. Uh, it used to be Rockies on Alberta at the bar. Then uh -huh. we were at Carolina Center, the original Carolina Center, way in the back. Not, not that fancy stuff they have. You know, we were in Rupert during the where they turned it into a focus class. Oh, yeah, right. The, now all that area was taken over by the medical institution or students, yeah, right? Yeah, in Del, Del Caballero, Don Martel, uh, Juan Ochoa, and a bunch of good fighters we had back there. Ricky Nieto and uh, Magic Thomas in there with us. So yeah, Cliff, Cliff Magic Thomas. Man, I heard of that guy before, huh? Yeah, well, more with him. So, Gabriel, you, you graduated in what year from El Dorado? From year 2013. 2013. Was it, was, was, was it a, at your time in high school, was was kids your age into boxing? Oh, no. Not, especially not the east side. They're more into uh, football. So I was pretty much the youngest one there fighting, especially these, like I said, like these high contenders because Joel was nobody to be. Was Joel, you mean Joel Garcia? Yeah, we can hear you. What, you mean Joel Garcia from El... Go ahead. What's that, sir? You mean Joel Garcia from the, the pro guy, Joel Garcia? Yeah. Yes, the, what was he, 120 pounds? Yeah, yeah, he was a 120, gets in trouble, uh, and uh, pretty much it, right? Yeah. but That was like his I career. Said, uh, so at that age, um, they, were, they were tough, man. They were not easy on me. That's, where, that's the school I come from. Oh, okay. So um, 
you were growing up in El Dorado, and a lot of kids, I mean, they're not into the boxing craze. Um, what uh, what made you get into boxing, Gabriel? I mean, like you say, football is the hottest thing right now uh, in schools. And, 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 and you know what? Also, it doesn't help that that boxing is not even in schools. You know what I mean? So that doesn't help, correct? No, I think, man, I think um, boxing is really, as you guys know, also, like, it's really strict. So it's not most people, not not most kids can handle that. Yeah. That, um, what's it called? That t technique, I guess, from dieting to, I mean, staying out late. So it's, it's pretty tough. <laughs> It is. It is pretty. It is pretty tough, but it's it's not dieting because even even wrestlers do that, correct? Even wrestlers yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you you know over there, there were, I remember people from pound for pound also had another good little fighter there at Josh. Yeah, Josh. Who, who was that? Josh Enriquez. Josh Enriquez has been another another heavy hitter in the in the likes of boxing, correct? Yeah, Josh Enriquez. Uh, Gabriel, so you, 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 how many? How was your amateur experience? How many amateur fights did you have? Um, I had about it was like a hundred, but from what I know, I only lost nine. But it was I lost count on the on the wins. But, you, but you, how uh, many amateur uh, fights did you have? About a hundred. You had a hundred amateur fights. Yes, sir. But, Holy but shit. I know for a fact um, I only lost nine, but I lost count on the wins. You had okay, so do uh, you know how many wins you had again? Like about a hundred. Yeah. Wow, and um, so you had a pretty busy amateur uh, time, right? Is that on your dime, or is it because your coaches pushed you, or what do you think? What what led to all that? Because I mean, we've heard that it's pretty much hard to get fights here in El Paso. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Louis would and um, Adrian, uh, Adrian, they would take the whole team, and that's they would, we would be out of town a lot. We'd be fighting tournaments, and that's why we, I remember we would be hated, man. We would because we would just go to town and and take over the the city, but it was a busy gym. And we were just stay active. The activity, the like I I tell the young so, right now. So that, so. So, Gabriel, I guess when you were growing up, everybody knew about pound for pound, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. That, that was the thing, right? Pound for pound yeah, boxing yeah. was the gym. Um, pound for pound was a very good gym. Luanello tried to open it up. Um, are you out of pound for pound now that it's back and in, in running? No, no. You, you're not at pound for pound no more? No, sir. It's just, just um. I don't know, I guess because just Ponce just left it and now I guess Luis in charge of it now. But there's not really much fighters now from as in back then there was. And, and I think, Herman, it's safe to say that's one of the things we've been talking about, Herman, that it's not the same no more. Um, boxing has pretty much gone downhill as far as gyms and participants. Am I right, Herman? Yeah, I used to have something like Delta Boys Club on one. Uh, Armijo, you had Carolina spinning, which was up, and then you had Fort Bliss, and they always had a title of They had Philadelphia yeah, all over the United States. Yeah, yeah they, they did have a lot of tournaments, huh? Yeah, Nations Tobin. Nations Tobin. They had and, a and, and now with the pandemic, guys, I mean, of course, now even the city gyms are closed for good, right? I mean, El Paso will be having its first... A sanctioned event 
which is going to be a test amateur event, February 27th um, at Warrior's Edge Boxing Gym. No spectators, no nothing like that. But again, it's on the road to to recovery, I guess, after the pandemic. Um, it's on our ticker right there. Uh, El Paso's barely trying to get back to the amateur world. Um, I don't think it's as busy as it used to be as you, Gabriel, having more than 100 amateur fights, correct? Now, yeah. I, I got to ask you something, Gabriel. That's something that I've been wanting to ask you. Mm-hmm. You, I know you. You're a pro fighter. You, you're very busy as a pro fighter. You have, what, 13 pro fights, you said? About so, yeah, 13. So, so, so you, you're busy. You're always in the fights, undercards, and big main event cards. Uh, like in even Texas, Dallas Cowboy Stadium, I saw you one time. Um, I've even seen you in Telefotura, ESPN. Um, I see you're real busy. Um, but one thing that I've been wanting to ask you, even of a fighter, why don't you stay loyal to a gym, Gabriel? Uh, and if you are, are you loyal to a gym or do you keep – and again, I see you at different gyms. Is that good for a fighter uh, or why is that? Or are you on your own, Gabriel? Well, that's actually a good question you asked because as as what you're covering right now, as there's not local fighters. There's not so many local fighters anymore. It's not active. So my job is to obviously go out to other gyms and get work. That's why I go out to Albuquerque, fight Josh Torres. I have to, yeah. I have to stay busy on my own. If not, nobody's going to just... Tell me to hit, go hit the bag, and and that's it. That's why I, I move by myself. I move my my own my own job, you know. So so you're like big. you're like your own promoter, right? No, I have I have a couple promoters. Just okay. Here. So so when you say that you move on your own, is that healthy for a fighter to be moving gyms? What what do you think, Herman? Yeah, you've been a fighter. I I mean you gym and. Uh, as a pro, that was my only. Never went in. So, so can that be healthy to a gym, Herman? It, it's 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 tough. I people say party partners. Sometimes I have to go one on one and start with guys. Anybody down there? He was my channel, bro. Survive. Win, and uh, we always had some Yeah, and that's why we see you, Gary. So um, I guess the reason why I'm asking is it healthy? I mean, do do you have a a, a coach that you or, or you're always on you're on your own? Did, did you have a coach, Gabriel? I have I have a coach, yeah, but not not um permanent, not permanent. Not not permanent. Yes, sir. So I have a coach for mating. I have a coach for certain things. I know what they're good for, and that's why I keep them for that certain thing. Okay, and but again, I mean, that's why we ask you: Is it healthy for fighters to do that? No, it's I I wouldn't recommend that. I just I just end up doing it because I'm by myself, you know. <laughs> wow, uh, we're here, folks, with uh, Gabriel Gutierrez, pro fighter from El Paso, Texas, that will be fighting February twentieth in Mexico, Chihuahua, Chihuahua, right? Uh, and this podcast is being sponsored by Sensi. Explore fragrances for Valentine's. Um, call Margarita Chavez at nine one five seven eight one. 
9530 uh, ready for Valentine's. Herman, have you got your mom a Valentine's gift already? No, oh, not yet. I have to get my shea. Or Shay, your daughter, right? What about you, Gabriel? You ready for Valentine's? Yes, sir, but I have to stay busy fighting and training. <laughs> so I guess I guess it's safe to say that you don't have you have a girlfriend? Uh yeah, I do. <laughs> you, you do? Yes, sir. All right, good, good, man. And what does she think about your pro career? Um, she's trying to. She's in the medical field, so she's trying to get into this new stuff in fighting. Okay, so, she doesn't. She doesn't know. Box, does she like boxing? Yeah, yes, sir. So it, obviously, if she wouldn't. If she wouldn't like boxing, she's out the door. Wow, wow <laughs> man, that's man, she, man. You're gonna be in the doghouse. You better get her some Valentine. So. Make sure you call Sensi, man, all right? We got some good gifts for you guys. Uh, no joke, guys. It's going to be Sensi Fragrances. Explore the fragrances for Valentine's Day. Call Margarita Chavez at 915-781-9530. So uh, you are 6-9, and nine, Gabriel, okay? And um, your last fight, you had a victory over Humberto Fragoso, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, that was recently. But before that, before that, you went on a losing streak. There are three-fight losing streak. Uh, what do you attribute that to when you have these long streaks like that? Can that be detrimental to your career or your motivation? What happened during that three-loss event or in-a-row event? You know what? It's just, it's just fighting and trying to fight top, top prospects. And as you can see, they're all, all undefeated, and you, you can't. You had to pretty much knock him out as with um, a prospect that, as me, um, I had to knock him out and shine when you're when you're working. So, so, so okay. So, are you considered one of those guys that they just feel for to 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 so for another fighter to shine? I wouldn't. I wouldn't consider it like that. But I would definitely say, um, I'm just trying my best that these guys. Um, are not so highly developed as they say they they are, you know. Uh huh. Well, and, I mean, so go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. And I and I've gone, man. I've gone toe to toe with the all of them almost, except for the the recent one with Tomlin. He really he really got me with a body shot. But other than that, I couldn't say I've gone toe to toe with most of them. And and I guess every more fight you get more experience, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, you, I mean you're 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 gaining experience, and and that's Older. what's good. Am I right? Older, yeah. Yeah, that's I good, man. Keep up the good work. I mean, we see you, man. I mean, but you know, it takes a lot of balls to get up there on the ring, man. So, uh, yeah, you're on a six and nine. So guess what? You're gonna start your winning streak. You got one. You got one victory already, and yes, your next yes, one will be February the twentieth, which is around the corner. So as we speak. You're probably right now, or you know, not probably right now. You're actually in training camp, correct? Yes, sir. You're in training camp. You're ready to go. Uh, how's training camp been for this fight? Can you tell us about your opponent? February the twentieth, where you're fighting. Uh, how can people see you if you're gonna fight? So, how's training camp going and all that? So, man, training camp's been tough because uh, of COVID. Because um, Wolves Den is not letting us bar. Um, do certain so, mitts, so that's that's been tough on the fighter. So that's why, as me, as my job, I have to go to another gym that's gonna let us spar. Okay, so let me ask let me ask you a question. This is that's why I was asking you. 
So are you out of Wolf's Den or? That's my that's my main gym. Okay, so so do you do you like promote the Wolf's Den when you fight? Um, not technically because I don't know, just certain. Okay, well, and and I don't want to put you on the spot, but the reason I was asking, I mean, if if you would come to a gym and if you're gonna be fighting under the name. We would get you some sparring just for you. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they. I mean, and again, we respect all the sanctions and rules. Um, I, I think Herman, can can you fill me in here? Is does USA Boxing letting gyms spar already, or is that something, Gabriel, that it's the rules of the gym where you're you're fighting out of? Um, from what I know, it's not allowed to spar yet. But I would say I had to do my job, <laughs> and that's being yeah. uh, active. I mean. Active. I, I, I thought I thought we were cleared. It, it was good to go to the discretion of the gym, Herman. Yeah, that's what I thought. I knew what, I think there's different gyms that are people sparring. But what I'm understanding is if you have a gym and you have people weights, how the hell can't people keep far? I mean, what, what's, what's the health of the I'll close the judgment. Yeah, so I guess it makes it hard on you, Gabriel, when you can't spar and then you have to go to other gyms, correct? Yes, sir. That, and that's, that's why I, I get to have that privilege to go to other gyms and, and get my work done. And, and you know what? I mean, yeah, you, you're a pro fighter. You got to go somewhere else, correct? And, and, and you got to get some got to get some work done. So can you tell us about your opponent February the 20th? Um, I don't know much about him. I just train. <laughs> yeah, do, do, you don't know nothing about him. Do you know if he's a southpaw? If he's a no, his record? No, sir. Would you want to know, or or is that because you don't want to know, or would you like to know, or you just don't know? Um, technically, um, I never really look into my opponents. I just prepare for for everything, as in okay, um, fighting close range, long range. And obviously, you guys know that my webbles comes first, <laughs> which is balls. <laughs> yeah, balls, right? Yeah. Herman, what do you think of that? Do you think that when you used to fight these fighters, would you want to know about your opponent, Herman? Yeah, I always did. Especially with FaceTime, with technology, there's so many videos. You can always see your fighters. As a trainer, I would always look at videos of other it would help me set up and that's kind of so it's always good to look at what you're going to be your opponent looks moves his move but you know what's his power what's his, uh, what's his strategy okay uh so you're fighting in chihuahua so i'm pretty sure do you is this guy from chihuahua i'm guessing Gable? i'm telling you i don't i don't know nothing about the opponent oh okay you, you don't even know where he's from oh, okay yes, sir, um sir. You're just going to meet them the day of, of the travel away, when you get away. out there, correct? Yes, sir. You and your team are going to show up, and, and you're going to be February 20 in Chihuahua. Um, so you really don't know. So, okay, so do you know where it's going to be at? Um, no. <laughs> wow. Like said, yeah, okay, I mean, <laughs> I guess that works for you when you, don't, you, you just don't want to be anywhere, right? I mean, you don't want to know nothing about them. You just want to show up and fight, correct? Yes, sir. That's good. That's good. I mean, that, I guess that's fair enough. I mean, uh, so you mentioned that you're out of the wolf's den and you got to go get. How hard has it been to go to other gyms to get sparring at your caliber? Oh man, that's that's a tough one that you just asked. Cause 
the like the other time I was at a gym and they threw me some guys, and one of them happened to be two hundred and plus, and obviously like, that could hurt know, you. So, you're you're at welterweight, correct? Yes, sir. But I've always been um, sparring heavy people, but I'm getting older, you know. So I realized I need to stop doing that. Like 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 sparring. You're getting older, but like you mean like sparring heavier fighters? Heavier fighters, yeah, but it's um it's definitely put it's always puts you up to think to thinking because you can't brawl with a two hundred pounder. You obviously have to start boxing. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, going up to a two hundred because because you're twenty six years old, right? Yes, sir. Well, at what point do you think it's it's time to hang it up? Um. So it's done. I mean, I you, I you know, Gabriel, you're an interesting character because you really like to throw chingasos, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Do you agree, Herman? I mean, he comes to the gyms out here, and he and he pretty much you you put some work, and then you you know you're a real cool guy, man. You know, um, you're a nice guy, and I know up in the ring you can't be a nice guy, but you've always been a standout guy uh, when you get out there. So you it, so when you get up, you've been a standout guy when you come to the gyms, right? So. When you, it's hard to get sparring partners in El Paso. Do you ever get sparring partners out of El Paso? Um, most definitely. Um, that's why Josh Torres was definitely one that I brought up. He's a from Albuquerque. He's a he's a champ at one forty seven. Mm-hmm. So that's about the close as close as I can get from top top caliber from sparring. But all right. Uh, there's another so, 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 Oh, he, you have sparred with him. Yeah, but he's been having problems with his knees, some, something like that recently. So he's been, he told me he's not been active on fighting. I haven't spoke to him recently about it anymore. Oh, okay. So that, that was Isaac from the Wally Mop Academy or something like that, right? Yes, sir, the Molly Wally Good. So, so, Gabriel, how has training camp been? Oh, I, I mean, how long have you been in training? How long have you been in training camp for this fight? For this fight, I've been in for about a month already. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But I mean, there's just a at 147. I don't. I don't even have to cut weight that much. I walk at 155. Wow. So so that I don't I don't feel dehydrated at all. So I guess it's been going good. So so you walk at 155, but you're fighting at 147, February the yes, 20th. Yes, sir. So. So I guess it's been a hard and, – and, and let me tell you, man, I mean, you got a big weekend coming up. What I mean by weekend is eating. You like to eat, and it's Super Bowl weekend, and I know the, yeah. the dips and nachos and chips. Do you Are you going to indulge yourself in that, or you really keep a strict regimen during training camp? Usually I, I'm, I'm really strong on, on keeping that diet strong, not breaking it. So, so obviously I won't I – won't, uh, celebrate nothing, no, no drinking, no, no nachos. Wow, that's that should be tough, Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, that's that's part of the boxing I've been through. So you're gonna be driving to Chihuahua February the 20. When do you leave, man? It'll be on Thursday night. Yes, sir. 
Thursday night, ready to go. Uh, can we see the fight? Can you tell the folks how can we see it? How can if we want to see you? How can we see it? Can you tell the folks out there? I'll, yeah, I have some people going, and I will try to tell uh, live stream it through Facebook. So I could tag you in it. And yeah, please, please, uh, please tag us, man. Um, please tag us. We got a, uh, we got on our, our, um, on our YouTube. We got a uh, Raúl Estorga. Um, he says a big thumbs up to you. Okay. Uh, Esteban Lozano also. Uh, Puro Ryan Garcia. Uh, what do you think about Ryan Garcia there? Uh, what do you think of Gabriel? I fought him one of his undercards. You can't hate that kid, man. He Why? he could sell out an arena. So you can always just admire just a kid selling out a whole arena. So man, he's, he's a, a do, do you think he's the next sensation? Oh, I I definitely think so. Yeah. Do, do you like the way he fights? Uh, not not so much of a fan, but. I like the, you, the, the team that he has, the Canelo team. I think oh, will, so you're a Canelo fan? Yes, sir. Wow. So Ryan Garcia, good fight against uh, the Brit, right? He did good. He got knocked out. What did you, th what did you think when he got knocked out? Oh, I, that's what I expected. him. I didn't think he was going to win it. but man, Wow. He, he pushed him to the limits, huh? Yeah, and you know what? I mean, once you get knocked down, you got to get up. Have you yeah, seen Herman man. Delgado? When he fought Klitschko, he got knocked out, but Herman kept getting up and getting up, and you know he was there. I mean, and that's—I guess that's—that's that's what impressed me about Ryan Garcia that he got up, man. I mean, look, it's—he got—he got—he got up and he fucking fought. He has balls, and he fucking went to town and did his job. I mean, the celebration afterwards, of course, what well, that's something that I guess in, to which his own, but he's calling out the big dogs. Uh, let me ask you, Gutierrez, do you think he's going to be fighting? Uh, Tank Davis anytime soon, or he's gonna go for David Haney? What do you think? Man, if he, I just know if he goes for Davis, I think that's a real problem right there. Don't you guys think? For 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 Tank Davis? No, no, for uh, Ryan. Who? Oh, yeah. If he goes, if he fights, you mean um, if he fights Tank Davis? Yeah, I think um, it'd be really tough because man, he, Tank is something else, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree that Tank is something else, but yeah. Ryan Garcia is something else. I think I think Ryan Garcia is a little bit more technical, I guess. I don't know. But uh, you, it'll be a good fight, right, Herman? What do you think? Uh, I think Tank will I think Tank what? Tank will knock his ass out. Wow, that, that'll be good. Well, I don't know if we're going to see Tank Davis soon. I think it'll be a David Haney fight against wait, Ryan wait. Garcia early this year. What weight What's is that, Herman? What weight is Ryan Garcia? 135. He's 135, man. I believe that he'll fight David Haney first, you and then we'll, uh, yep, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean that—that's what I think. That's uh, been waiting to happen. Which fight? Teofimo Lopez. Oh yeah, Teofimo Lopez. Let me ask you now that we're on the topic of Teofimo Lopez, Gabriel. Did do you did you have a? Uh, well, I was going to ask you that in the rapid fire, but Teofimo Lopez. Um, is a very good fighter, and he was, I think, by ESPN, was the 2020 Fighter of the Year. Do you agree with that, there, um, um, Gabriel? I, w I would definitely agree that because yeah. he just beat Lomachenko, and you, you guys know he's been top dog for a good while. Yeah, he was. So 
That was a big statement he, he did. Big statement, yeah, Lomachenko. Uh, folks, we're online here live with uh, pro fighter Gabriel Gutierrez. Says we are uh, on the podcast right now, but we have him here because we want to wish him the best of luck. Uh, shows grits and determination, but we also want to have a special salute to the Sheriff's Office Desert Rangers Cadet Class 20-04. It's the last class of 2020. They're about to graduate in a while. I have the pleasure of being one of their trainers at their academies. Gabriel, you said you were going into corrections. This is a correctional class that's going on in the Sheriff's Office. A hell, a great group of people. Uh, have a good kids. Uh, they sure, they, they're showing grit and determination every day on the hands-on portion, on the physical and the academic portion. So we'd like to say hello to all our, our law enforcement officers, first responders out there uh, that are listening, and the best of luck to the Desert Rangers. So uh, a lot of them are tuning in to see you, Gabriel. So once again, Gabriel, tell us how we can watch you fight February the 20th. So on February 20th, I'll make sure if I get this live stream, I will definitely give you a tag on the web, the web box, and okay. you guys live stream it also. All right. We will live stream it. Get that, Herman? You got it. You got it. Uh, Sergio Colasso, Tocayo says, saludos, caballeros. Tocayo is our manager. Uh, we also got more people. Ozzy Hernandez says, thumbs up, Gabriel. Sam Morales. Uh, Richard Estorga, Desert Rangers 2004, keep up the great work. You guys can see the comments, right? Yeah. Mikey Garcia. Damn, there's another guy, right? It's not the fighter, but Mikey's pretty good, too. Uh, Marina Licon. He's got, these are all the cadets. Joshua Colling. Uh, Mike Garcia says, good luck on your fight, Gable. Represent El Paso. Uh, we're with you 100%, Gable. And that's what we want to see, representation of El Chuco Town, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course, yeah. Of course. The what? Trying to come with a big statement. Right. Hey, uh, so let me ask you there, Gabriel. What what has been uh, what has been the hardest part of your process of being a pro fighter in the city overall? Uh, you know, we, we've had in the past podcast, me and Herman, and we've had guests uh, from the local LBC president, uh, uh, Golden Gloves. Uh, how hard before the pandemic hit, it was hard to put boxing on the map here in El Paso like it used to be. You know, now as a pro fighter, have you gotten the support or how hard has it been not to get support from the city, local companies, local sponsors? Has that been an issue for you, Gabriel? It has. It definitely has taken a toll on, on this fighting because U.S. US didn't um, let you fight. So that's why I had to do, like I kept saying, I had to do my own job and go to Mexico, which I, they still do the COVID test over there, but they, they they still let it happen, the fights, professional fights. So I had to. So, had to keep so okay, so then you travel to these fights, and I know the promoter from the other end will pay your travel, correct? Yes, sir. But what about here in El Paso, you're trained. Are, are you employed right now, Gabriel? Do you work or you're a full-time fighter? No, I'm employed. I've always been employed. and I've Wow, that makes it hard, right? Working yes, and being yes, a full-time professional fighter, right? Yeah, but it's always been a, it's, it's like a hobby, but with a job. <laughs> yeah, can, can you can you let us know where you work? Where do you work at? Uh, it's called Casco Structures. They build schools. Oh, okay, so you're in construction? Uh, it's a more, um, 
they I use computers to build the stairs. Oh, okay. Yeah, the structure of the building. So it's very hard to. Hey, Herman, were you a full time fighter, Herman, or did you have a job on the side? I had a job. Yeah. I went to school full time at UTA. Full-time work. So it was hard. One, one thing I was noticing on your on your fight tournament, I, I that on um, tree is was posting and for a heavyweight, you had a good head movement, which is really rare for a, for a heavyweight. Yeah, because those guys hit hard. Man. Yeah, Herman was he was slick, man, because he wanted to run from those big monsters like Vitaly Klitschko. How big was that guy, Herman? Oh, I'd say about eight, six, nine. That he fought in hostile environment. So, Gabriel, you can actually say because I I believe I don't get it wrong. You know what it is to fight in hostile environment or home cooking from the other fighter, and maybe this guy that you're fighting. Uh, you have the what's his name that you're fighting? I know. No, no oh shit! I should have studied that, researched that. But you're fighting probably he's probably going to be from there. Hostile environment. How hard it is to win it not in your home, but. Then on the other token, I think you've only fought like three times in El Paso, correct? Yes, sir. So I'm, I'm used to all that. So. Yeah, you're used to hostile. And going back to El Paso, uh, for example, on the last card, the last big card was the Devon Alexander Victor Ortiz fight. Remember, Herman? Yeah. Oh, well, wait a minute. The last big card was the one that we co-promoted. It was the Jennifer Hunt fight and Jerry Stites card. And you weren't on the undercard, Gabriel. Why? I think um, I ended up getting sick. Oh, yes, sir. but yes, sir. You, you you were going to be on the fight, right? Yes, Carl? I was scheduled to to fight, but I, I ended up catching a flu. Okay, and before that, we had the Devon Alexander, Victor Ortiz. Devon Alexander trained here. Remember, Herman? Yeah. Here at the Warriors Edge Boxing Gym, um, were you were you were you considered to be on that card? I was, but like I said, I ended up catching a... No, that, not that one. The Devon fight. The Jennifer Hunt fight was another one, but the oh, Devon hey, fight. No, not the Devon one. No, no, sir. Not. I wasn't projected on that one. No. Yeah, so you haven't fought that many times in El Paso, right? No. No. Uh, not 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 too many pro fight pro promoters here in El Paso, correct? Yeah, it's pretty tough here. It's tough. It is very tough. Uh, the last good promoter that's from El Paso is Golden Eagle Promotions, yes, which yes, is Tony Aguilar, and he doesn't even promote a lot of fights here in El Paso. And yeah, one of the yeah, reasons yeah. he was telling me is because they don't want to pay here, man. They yeah, don't want to yeah. do events. It's just so hard to even get venues here in El Paso. Very hard to get venues. And I know, you where, know, Gabriel, what I mean? I know where Gabriel's from Gabriel's on that because most of those pictures bring their own people. We already have it. So, so that's why... You got to look for a fight on your own. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? We applaud you there. Uh, uh, we applaud you, Gabriel, because you go out and look. And Tony has more of the fights in maybe Midland, Odessa, uh, not El Paso. And it's been hard. Me being a smaller type promoter, and we do big shows like the Clash of the Titans, and we get venues, it's been very hard. You know, I think what one thing that's been good for us, it's because we. We are a non-profit organization because I go through the sheriff's office to do the Clash of the Titans. And, sometimes, and a lot of times we like to showcase our local youth talent as well. And a lot of the venues will go ahead and I guess give us a break. They still charge us. So now I can imagine a promoter that wants to make a living and make money, they'll just charge them an arm and a leg. Uh, I've even heard guys that in some places, I'm not going to name the name of the venue, 
they'll even charge you for a fucking lime. You know, I asked, we had a drink, I wanted a beer after the show, and I asked for a lime, and the lady actually charged me 10 cents for half a lime. I fucking never heard of that. Or a cup of ice. For what? A cup of ice. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very hard, man. Uh, you still got those comments coming. Margarita Fuentes says, Get great group, Desert Rangers. Uh, Edgar Berlanga. You got uh, Daniel Benitez, thumbs up. Brandon Gomez, then thumbs up. Herman, shout out. Margarita wants to do a shout out to Herman. Right on. Right, Herman, you're a staple at work, Herman. Everybody knows you at work and they never met you. So we, you're going to have to go and meet the guys at work, man. We got Justin, JJ, our firearms expert. I've we got. When they come in here to, uh, to come to oh, that's right. You've met some of them. You have uh, Mario Avila, our CrossFit guru, P P Easy Peasy, another CrossFit. Then you got Margarita, um, our, our other instructor, my partner at work. Uh, she's the one from the Sensi, so call her for Valentine's. I'm telling you, both of you, Gabriel, you got to get your girlfriend something. Herman, you got to get Shay something. Do you understand? How come you don't ask me to have a girlfriend? Okay, Herman. <laughs> Do you have a girlfriend? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Herman, you got plenty of girlfriends, right? No. Well, there you go. I asked you if you had a, a girlfriend, right? Part of the group. You don't ask me the what? When you don't ask me, probably like what the fuck that guy. Right, right. Uh, so. We're in tune with the Gabriel Gutierrez live from the Warrior's Edge Boxing Gym and Promotions live with Gabriel. Uh, so glad you're with us, folks. Uh, upcoming shows just to kick off um, the months up ahead. Uh, in two weeks, February the 18th, we got Zulina La Loba Munoz. Um, I, she's held a couple of titles in the Bantamweight division, the WBC, WBO. Heavy hitter from Mexico. We're going to have her on our show. Do you know who she is, Gabriel? No, sir. No, sir. Yeah, she's going to be, and again, female, uh, does a lot of heavy hitting out there in Mexico. We're going to have her on our show. We're glad to have her on our show because the women box, women in boxing has kicked off. Clarissa Sheila has kicked it off. I know she went to MMA now. She's probably going to still stick to boxing. Uh, but we have Kenny Taylor, Jennifer Hahn, uh, big heavy hitters. Uh, I'm going to ask this girl if she comes to the United States and fight because I don't think she's fought over here. But we'll have her on our show. And then also, guys, starting March, we're going to kick off our podcast show with Brian Vera. He's come out in the contender, but also we've seen him fight twice against Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. We're going to talk about that. And then also, he's also fought James Mandingo Warrior Kirkland. You know James Kirkland there? Gabriel? Remember Kirkland? Herman? Yeah, and it'll beat the shit out of him. Yeah, you fought under Brian Vera's undercar, right? He's a nice guy. He's from Austin, Texas. Texas kid. We'll have him on our show. And then to to uh, end the March podcast, we will have extraordinary, awesome, professional, famous trainer, Joel Diaz. You know Joel Diaz, Gabriel? Yes, sir. I've met him. Yeah. And he's known for a lot of training big trainers. Uh, one of them that's more snowball and stands out is when he trained Timothy Bradley, yeah. Desert Storm Timothy Bradley. And he had that awesome, I consider it was fight of the year against Ruslan Provoklik. 
Herbaclican. Uh, I remember Hoel telling him, look, man, you cannot fight toe-to-toe -to -toe with this guy. Uh, stop getting in front of him. And Timothy Bradley just went to town. It was a, one of the best fights. He ended up beating this guy. But it was one of the best fights. Great performance here from Joel Diaz. We were gonna we're gonna have a talk with them, and that's gonna be an interesting podcast coming up. But you kicked it off, Gabriel, for our Super Bowl weekend. Um, and are you ready to play rapid fire? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. We're here with Gabriel Gutierrez, pro fighter from El Paso, Texas, born and raised. Right, getting ready for February twentieth, big fight in Chihuahua. You're gonna represent. Um, we'll be ready for you, Gabriel. And if you need any sponsors, let me know. Uh, put a patch on your shorts of the Warriors' edge. Shit, we'll do it, man. Uh, Rapid Fire is going to start now and is being sponsored again by the Sensi uh, Fragrances. Explore fragrances for Valentine's for your girlfriend, Gabriel. Call Margarita Chavez at 915-781-9530. Uh, I know I've discussed it with my, my partner that they should have like a, a, I guess they're called Sensi Warmers with a boxing glove on it. I think that'll be a top seller, man, for the boxing community. There, you can get something for your girlfriend there, Gabriel. So, do you hear us, man? We need we need those senses, like because they have Star Wars, they have baseball. Uh, they should get the boxing, right? Right, Herman? Yeah, I have one that has the U.S. Navy logo on it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? Herman's a is a a retired Navy seaman. Am I right? <laughs> oh, come on. Man. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, I never retired. <laughs> All right, Herman. Rapid fire. Here we go. Gabriel, what's the best thing about El Paso? The food. All right, the food. What's your favorite food? Mexican? I know Herman laughed when Mexican. I asked that too. Uh, <laughs> Italian. <laughs> Worst thing about El Paso, Gabriel? Um... I guess the, I don't know. Who? I wouldn't. What's I wouldn't the worst thing about El Paso? What's that? Uh, kiss ass Gabriel rep El Paso. <laughs> what is the worst thing about El Paso? I don't know. I don't, Jesus I Christ. Battle, man. Best boxing movie. Rocky. Rocky. What? Well, which Rocky? The drivers, <laughs> the first one. <laughs> the drivers. The, you like Rocky one? You don't like the other ones? Uh, you know, Josue, like Josue, we had Josue Garcia here last week, and he said Rocky four, right, Herman? Yeah. Right. Um, the, worst thing about El Paso, Astorga set the wind. It was pretty windy. We had to run today. See that? Put the wind. Yeah. Your top Mexican fighter of all time. Eric Morales. Why Eric Morales? Man, that's a good that's a good one. Eric Morales had those battles with Marco Antonio Barrera, right? Yes, sir. That, the, just the warrior he had, he had in his blood. That warrior mentality, that Mexican mentality that he's yeah. going to fight till the end, right? Correct. Exactly. Uh, best restaurant in El Paso? I don't know. I would say Cattleman's. I like the steak. You think Cattleman has the best steak in El Paso? I like the steak there, yes, sir. Yeah, and that's the only thing you like there, right? Because yeah. for me, I like the steak there, but the fixings, no good. No, I just get the steak. <laughs> the steak's good, right? You get the cowboy, right? No, the ribeye. The ribeye, all right. 
I don't want to ask that question to Herman because he's already looking, <laughs> setting me up for something. You get the cowgirl, Herman? I'm a, I, Oh, that's on. There's already two rib huts, right? Yeah, the one on Mesa is the original one, right? Uh, Gabriel, we're going to ask you, what do you, who was your 2020 fighter of the year? I mean, and I asked this question, I know, I know we don't say happy new year when we see each other, but I keep going back to 2020. Uh, 2020 was a very challenging year for boxing, boxing enthusiasts, boxing world, and both amateur pro overall, there was a lot of big plans for the boxing world in 2020 to see Canelo three times, maybe to see Ryan Garcia more, uh, to see the upcoming prospects more. Uh, but it just didn't work out that way, correct? So I keep asking who was our 2020 fighter, kind of agree that Theo Lopez was one of them. I know at the White Boxing, Herman, me, and other colleagues of mine, we had picked Tyson Fury. Uh, he had a, And that was early in the year before the COVID hit when he fought the likes of Deontay Wilder. Now, people might challenge me that or disagree with me because Deontay Wilder is just a fucking puncher. He has no skills or nothing like that, but nevertheless... He had, he had defended his title numerous times, more than probably six times, seven. And Tyson Fury went in there beat the shit out of him. One other thing about Tyson Fury, he sold tickets. His entry was awesome in the King's throne chair, just like Ryan Garcia. So for me, it was Tyson Fury. Gabriel, who do you think it was for you? It doesn't have to be ESPN top rank, just overall pro fighter of the year 2020. Who was it for you? I would go with Teofimo. Teofimo, because again, you mentioned he, he fought uh, Vasily Lomachenko, right? Yes, sir. The, the only reason that I don't pick Teal, and I like the guy, is because Vasily didn't fight the first seven rounds, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he held back. I don't know how much I have to do with his dad telling him not to or if he was or not, but I just don't believe that Vasily gave it all he's got. He did after seven. When he started picking up the pace, then things started changing. But let's give credit where credit is due, right? Good job. Name one thing that people don't know about you, Gabriel. Um, yeah. that, I don't even know. <laughs> one thing, come on, man. People's got to know. Um, that that you watch Saturday morning cartoons. Fuck, we don't know. That I like Spanish music. Oh God, damn! I mean, is it, so. You like so? Do you ring you your your ring entrance is banda music, correct? Yes, I've been on a couple times. Yeah, so we, we know that about you. Something <laughs> that people really don't know about you. Oh man, I'm so big. Come on, Gabriel, shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. Don't really have anything. Nothing, huh? Okay, everybody knows everything about you. About uh, all right, we we're almost done with rapid fire. You're going to watch the Super Bowl. Name me a food that you absolutely need to have for Super Bowl. One thing that you absolutely need to have. If you're going to throw a Super Bowl party, what needs to be? What needs to happen? The, the nachos. The, the nachos, cheese. right? Something that you're not going to eat this weekend, right? Yes, sir. I'll tell you what. We'll eat it for you, man. <laughs> Herman. All right, while you fight, right, Herman? Herman, what do you think? What, what does people need to have for the Super Bowl? What's one food? Flautas. Unas flautas, bro. All right. Gabriel, you from El Paso, born and raised, Chico's Tacos or Frisco's? Chico's. Chico's. You like Fris Frisco's is good too, right? Frisco's, I like to eat the burgers there. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good. So you're a heavy hitter eater, man. 
pretty hard when you're a fighter, man. <laughs> right? There's Albert Castillo's Italian SME Gabe. Right? Friend of yours. All right. We're still on a rapid fire with Gabriel Gutierrez. Last question. Who's going to win the Super Bowl, Gabriel? Fun. And I'm asking you this. Hold on. I'm asking you because we're, get, we're getting ready for the big sporting event. Big sporting, the huge sporting event uh, for all sports fanatics. Uh, even for us boxing freaks. It's the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, Florida. Who do you think is going to win there, Gabriel? I'm going with the Bucks. Why the Bucks, man? Because who? Which other quarterback can you ask for, right? Right. Yeah, the the best ever. Yes, sir. And yeah. if you know, that's an interesting fact about the Super Bowl, uh, about Tom Brady, is that he's going to become, or no, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers overall uh, is going to be the for the first time in history of the NFL. The they're hosting their own Super Bowl. And I think you it's Tom Brady's seventh appearance. Seventh appearance. And they're playing in their home field. How much of an advantage yeah. would that be? And I know there were – I don't know if you know, but in Tampa Bay when they score a touchdown, the cannons go off in the big Pirates chip ship that they have at the end zone. So I don't know if they when they score, they're going to shoot those cannons because it's got to be a neutral site, correct? Yeah, Brady's been – Brady's what? This will be the 10th Brady you know, I like Brady, and he's an awesome quarterback. But you know what, man? I think Brady is a wuss when it comes to fighting. He looks like a big wuss, big nerd. He looks like a snowflake when it comes to throw chingazos. What's that, Herman? He's got too much class. He probably he'll, he'll probably have somebody fight for him because he does look like a wuss. That's what he's got those clothes for, man. He looks like a kid that was like not coordinated when he was growing up. And uh, where well, they made him play football, and look, he came out good. But it, I bet you if he was walking down and and you tell him, hey, que puedes puto, you know, let's fight, and I bet you he can't fight. I don't think he can fight. What do you think, Gabriel? Do you think he can fight? I don't know. It's not always about fighting. <laughs> yes, it is, Gabriel. Fuck yeah. What do you mean it's not about fighting? You're a fighter. <laughs> right? Uh, do you have a favorite football team, Gabriel? It's the Patriots. Oh, shit. So... <laughs> Are you going to – and you still root – you know, they were asking a question today on Sports Talk that uh, I was listening to ESPN Morning that a lot of people are not going to be rooting – a lot of people are bitter at Tom Brady for leaving the Patriots. You're not bitter? Most definitely not just because the, the, the Super Bowls he gave us, like, man, those were awesome Super Bowls that I that I saw my personal eyes. Those comebacks, everything I saw, man, it was, that's like the best thing I could have just had. Yeah, and, and you know what, man, he is one of the best. I don't think there will ever be another, another uh, quarterback like him, correct? Oh, correct. Not, not at all. Who's uh, picking? Herman, who are you picking? That's what Gabriel wants to know. I'm going for Tom Brady, man. That's simple as that. Two great quarterbacks. I'm not on my own. Yeah. He's, he's just a good man. Yeah, Mahone's a good quarterback too, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah he's going to be a good good thing. It's going to be interesting to see, guys. Not not that many people are going to be in the stadium. You not like the sellout. Not, not, the, not, not like the times before without COVID. Um, hopefully this gets back. Gabriel, do you see, do you know if this thing is going to get back to normal? When do you think things will get back to normal, Gabe? 
Man, it, will, it looks like we're in it for a long, for a long run, huh? Well, I mean, I mean, people think that it's time to to go back to get to normality. We're seeing the schools getting back ready to go. Um, uh, still a lot of controversy as when we're going to get back. But I mean, people in El Paso think it's fucking over. Everything's packed. It's time to go. I think by Black Friday next year we'll be ready to go. This year, I'm sorry. One of the like also like like goes then um, you have to train with a mask. See for see like it's hitting the bag is already hard. Like you're already gasping for air. So man, imagine with the mask like you're just you can't even catch a ball. Well, dear, I'm going to tell you that as a gym owner, I have my kids with the mask too. When yes, we sir, but yes, we sir. do spar, we spar. We're going to spar tomorrow night. We're going to be sparring here tomorrow night with our kids here. Um, we do have controlled sparring. We pretty much, we don't invite that many other gyms yet, but we're starting to spar little by little, getting ready for maybe the test amateur event if we have kids. Uh, but we do require the kids to have masks. So far, Gabriel, again, I don't want to, I mean, you're the fighter. Um, yes, it is hard even meeting with the mask, Herman meeting with the mask, but so far it's been working for us very very few people that I know do not want to train with the mask. I know it's hard, Gabriel, but I guess as a business owner, gym owner, uh, I guess that's the best thing we got to do because the last thing we want is somebody to get sick and it's on our hands. So, I mean, I mean, Mark's done a great job with his gym. I mean, with, with all the safety measures that he has. Uh, so yeah, we, we, we also, we also, we also, uh, require, uh, for everybody to wear a mask and, and you know what also, uh, we're cleaning all the time, so it's hard, man. But so far, so good, right, Herman? Oh yeah, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty at the forefront. Yeah, it's it's been good, and you know what? I mean, as private gym owners, uh, we've been blessed. We've had more more people come in. Uh, who knows when the city's going to open up the gyms again, right, Herman? Well, it looks like. It's like uh, I my old sport, but uh, everything is on standby. So yeah, that's yeah. Um, so yeah. So who knows when the boxing world will get back? You say it's going to be in for the long run. I say the same thing. Maybe fall, Herman. Maybe fall. What do you think? Yeah, I, I something happening. All right. Well, here's a question I'm going to ask both of you before we dismiss you uh, for the night. Uh, we're getting close to that time already to get back. Uh, to close in the gym and, and, and uh, get back to our lives. Uh, big fight for 2021 that I want to see, that you guys want to see. Uh, which is the big fight that you want to see, Gabriel, in 2021? I would like Tank and Ryan. Tank and Ryan. Well, hopefully we'll see it in late summer or even in the fall, right? Yes, Herman, what do you think, Herman? Canela Plant. Kayla Plant. Click. Who? Oh, man, that'll be a good fucking fight. I mean, both of them. Kayla Plant and Canelo will be a dandy fight. Uh, as you all know, Canelo's going to fight February 27th. Correct? Yes, sir. Uh, it's going to be on the zone. Um, that's going to be, hopefully, uh, and again, people deem it to be a real easy fight. Not a, uh, We'll see, you know. Um, and then he's going to fight Billy Joe Saunders in May. But then you'll have September again. And that's, again, what people are wanting to see. Hopefully, Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant looked good, right, Herman, on his last outing against against Truex? He destroyed that guy. Yeah, he did destroy that guy. Uh, I just believe that Her that um, 
And he just needs to probably get work on his defense because then if he doesn't put that hand up, Canelo will destroy him. But that's the fight you want to see. Uh, for me, folks, uh, I want to see Ryan Garcia and uh, Tank Davis to uh, duke it out. And hopefully Canelo down the road in September. Billy Joe Saunders is going to probably be an easy fight for him. He's a big contender. But hopefully we'll see um, a Canelo versus uh, a Kayla Plant and Tyson Fury against Deontay Wilder again in the big heavyweight. Heavyweights are good, but Tyson Fury is the king right now. So it's going to be a good year for boxing, folks. I know 2021 is coming up. Um, so get ready for that. Fasten your seatbelt for that. But also, folks, speaking of fastening your seatbelt, we're going to be live streaming the fight. We're going to get to the fight of Gabriel Gutierrez, February 20 in Mexico. Gabriel, we're going to wish you the best of luck. Really, my friend, uh, stay safe. Continue to train. You know, you always have your doors open here on Warrior's Edge. Um, and say hi to everybody at the Wolf's Den as well. But we wish you the best, my friend, in the fights in Mexico City. Uh, do you have any last words to say to anybody that's watching? No, just shout out to um, Webb, um, Wolves, and El Paso, man. El Paso, the, the boxing community, definitely. Everyone tunes in, and just shout out to, all, to everyone. Good, man. So, wish you the best, Gabriel, on your trips. Have a safe travel over there with your team, and bring home the W. And hopefully when you come back, come and, come and, uh, come and talk to us, man, and see how you went. And we'll reach out to you to see. Okay, sounds good, sir. Herman, any last words for the for Gabe, uh, Gabe or anybody else? <laughs> Sorry, Ed, I can't hear you. Oh, the Valentine's. <laughs> yeah, don't forget that Valentine's. I tell you, man, I'm telling you. All right. You're gonna. All right, folks. Just says what? What's like, that, Herman? I said, if you don't get that Valentine's, you're gonna end up like. Manuela. <laughs> yeah, that's Herman for you. Uh, folks, thanks for listening to us, man. This has been our podcast. Uh, we will see you again on our next podcast show. We'll have February the 18th. Um, again, Solina La Loba Munoz, WBC, WBO, Bantamweight champion, former champion, and still champion. A heavy hitter in the women's division. In the women's fighting, man, those women's go all out. So we'll have her on our show, folks. This has been Web Boxing 101 Podcast. I want to thank to everybody, the Desert Rangers, for listening in and being part of our show tonight. All our law enforcement personnel, uh, as you know, we lost some law enforcement personnel. Sad. My condolences go out to the New Mexico State Patrol family, the Las Cruces Police Department. Um, my condolences and prayers go out to those officers that lost their lives today. Uh, doing something honorable, uh, true warriors, keeping us safe, all my law enforcement people, stay safe, my friends, and when anything you do, put God first. Hitman, it's been a pleasure. Gabriel, it's been a pleasure. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much, folks. Thank you, guys. Five, four, three, two, one, zero.
hearing me. 